Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not Off-Topic Debrief. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson, and this is the show where we go over some uh, neato stuff that we found out about this week and share it with all our fantastic listeners. Yeah, and and even the listeners that aren't fantastic. If this is your first time, you haven't proven it yet. Yeah, or if you're just a huge piece of shit, we're going to tell you some stuff anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, Uh, so how you doing, Ben? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. It's, uh... It's summer, and, yeah. uh, you know, I, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I just, I don't like summer. Summer sucks. We were stupid when we were kids. Yeah, it was good because you got out of school, but I don't get out of work now, and it's fucking hot, and I got to work out in the sun, and I, I've been, like, framing and, like, doing foundations and stuff the last, like, month, and it's been fucking stupid. It was, like, 112 fucking degrees. Yeah the week before last and it was gross but as i've been wearing like gloves a lot because uh i've realized they they help you not get like splinters and cuts they're kind of handy yeah yeah i'm totally getting a glove tan like my farmer's (laughs) my farmer's tan now stops at my wrists (laughs) that's that's dumb and i guess we we both grew up with pools so that that also helped ease the the burden a bit but yeah man i'm just sitting inside trying to beat the heat with uh my ac that doesn't cool the house down on those triple triple digit (laughs) days like best i can get it is like 79 degrees yeah which i mean if i've I've got a ceiling fan in my office that makes it totally tolerable but i don't like it no that's that's warm i mean if you go outside and hang out in the 110 degree weather for a while 79 will feel just fine yeah i could jump in a cold shower and then just sit under the fan Oh, cold showers are the way to go. I've been taking like 80 degree showers ever since summer started and it's just the best. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, how the fuck do you know what the temperature is? And then I remember you have that, that space age, uh, yeah, it, uh, uh, I shower. set it to 80 degrees. That's what I tell it to do. And it does it. Well, let's jump right into it. Cause speaking of space age, you know, we, we've heard all about like the, the Virgin, uh, flights to space and SpaceX and other things. I feel like there was one other one. Blue What's, Origin? Yeah, yeah, the Amazon one, yeah. Um, well, there is a company called Space Perspective. They are developing, I mean, they, they just had their first successful launch for what is referred to as a, uh, as a space balloon. So it is a balloon that carries a, uh, a craft called the Neptune One. That's more, uh, they're describing it more like a lounge that has like bathroom and Wi-Fi and stuff. And it goes 12 miles an hour up okay so it's like a weather balloon that you like you hang out underneath or pretty much it's like a fancy hot air balloon yeah and um and it takes you up it doesn't it doesn't technically reach space like it's not going to go as high as um as the ships are which is going to pass that whatever i can't i don't know how it's pronounced that carmen line but it's got a couple accent marks over both of the a's so i don't know if it's K or Maine or I have no idea i'm not sure i've ever heard it said yeah like i said it once in our space episode i believe but I remember even back then I was just like car, car man line. I don't know. Um, but it's it's only going to go 19 miles up. But you're still going to have complete view of space, the blackness of space. You'll see the the perspective on the world. You'll go up there. It'll take about an hour uh, or over a little over an hour to uh, to get up there, and then you'll hang out for two hours, and then you'll come down and land in the water. And a boat will come and get you. And apparently the balloon is only usable once, but they'll reuse the Neptune One craft. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's meant to be uh, like six hours and thirty seven minutes. I think their their trial was, and uh, it's one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a seat. Whew. 
but that's nothing compared to like the I think the Virgin one is uh, two hundred fifty thousand, and like the people who signed up for Blue Origin paid like twenty eight million to go with Jeff Bezos. So the shit will get cheaper over time, yep. you know. So maybe in ten years it'll be you know a thousand bucks to go up, and it's, I mean it's cool. You could probably I mean you could see the curvature of the Earth from up there. Yeah. Uh, if you get the timing right, you could probably see the aurora, aurora borealis. Like uh, uh, that'd be neat, like in reflecting the in there. Yeah, have you ever seen the videos of that, like from the ISS, like when they're looking down at the aurora borealis? No, aurora borealis. Aurora. It looks fucking rad. Yeah, I bet. I want to see it from the ground. Even I haven't seen yeah, shit. Right. That, that's something I would consider if it was not, you know, more money than I have by like an, a couple orders of magnitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty cool. You know, they're they're avoiding the uh, the turbulence and the shake of a uh, of a rocket. You know, and you're just you're just taking a leisurely trip up there. Honestly, like I might do that. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. You can like watch everything go. You have some drinks. Yeah. Out. Hopefully, it's got big fucking windows. I imagine it would. Hopefully, <laughs> the entire floor is glass. Oh, I would not do that. <laughs> I would not do that. That would at be all. fucking awesome. Nope, I could not do that. Wow. I mean, oh, 19 miles, barf. you'll hit terminal velocity, so you don't have to worry about like burning up on reentry. Like if you're coming back from where you hit the atmosphere going like 17,000 miles an hour to start with and yeah. you slow down to terminal velocity. And uh, apparently uh, with this one, you won't go so high that you like, you won't, you won't achieve weightlessness like you no, would yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in no. the, in the rocket ones. But I mean, I think that's pretty fucking cool. Just a nice leisurely trip up into space. Wish it was a little longer. Well, I mean, I'm, I, I, I think it's longer than, than the, uh, than the other ones are going to be. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't imagine you stay up there that long. An hour or two up top doesn't seem like much. Like I want to. I want like a balloon hotel. I'll just. I'll go up there and <laughs> hang out, spend the night, join the nineteen mile high club. Hey, like we're up here. Why not? Well, and apparently the uh, like the rocket powered ones, like they they get to space in like twelve minutes. Oh so. yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's not that far away. No, it's like the distance from here to Sacramento. Yeah, it's just a really hard direction to go. Oh, well, I guess the the rocket ones, yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna hit that like sixty three miles, but still, yeah, that's not that far at all. No, uh, my car just doesn't drive straight up. <laughs> uh, so I guess if we're talking about space, I heard about something that's kind of neat that's coming. Basically, a big motherfucking comet. Oh no! Is is coming into the solar system? Uh, it might actually be a dwarf planet that's going to cruise through. Okay, so so it is planned to go through and not like no, it's not going to kill us. us. Okay, yeah, go. No, no, it's it's only going to get as close as like Saturn's orbit, but it's called C two thousand fourteen UN two seven one. Rolls okay. off the tongue. Yeah, real smooth name. Scientists. Uh, they discovered it in two thousand fourteen, but they weren't. You know, they kind of wrote a paper. They weren't really sure what it was, and kind of as it's getting closer, like this thing's fucking huge. So it, it, it's. It's going to take a little while to get here still. It won't be its closest to us until 2031. So we got about 10 years. Oh, wow. Which is, uh, it's already starting to get a little bit of a tail. But I mean, this thing's like slightly smaller than Pluto. Okay. It's not very reflective, so they can't see much of it now. Because to be a dwarf planet, it's got to be like spherical, more or less. Mm -hmm. And uh, generally, I think they want them to have uh, like a, a solid like iron core, you know, kind of like a planet would generally. Yeah, unless you're gaseous, right? Yeah, they usually have like a solid hydrogen core. Okay. Which is, uh, that's tough. Solid hydrogen. Oh boy. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be cruising through. The cool thing is, so there's three 
three things that it could have been. It could either be something that was, you know, created when, uh, when the rest of the solar system was created, it just had a really eccentric orbit, or it could be something that was, you know, orbiting around here. And then like Jupiter was like, get the fuck out of here and flung it to the far reaches of space. Uh, or it could have been something that we picked up and captured from, you know, another star that got close enough to us. Interesting. Yeah. Cause it's like a, it's, it's like one of the things that's out in the Oort, Oort cloud most of the time, which is like beyond the heliopause, like beyond the magnetic range, you know, the magnetic field of the sun. Yeah, those things. So it goes and hangs out in deep, deep space. It's got a 4.5 million year orbit. Oh, wow. That's how long it takes to go around the sun. I mean, let's also put it out there just in case. It could also be Galactus. It could be. Or a giant ball of trash a la Futurama, you know, from from previous Earth civilizations. (laughs) Well, if it's Galactus, hopefully uh, he's coming close to Saturn. Maybe he'll just eat Saturn and move on. Yeah, yeah. We can watch that and, and not die. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I'd, I'd miss Saturn, but uh, I don't know. Maybe watching eat Neptune. Watching Galactus eat Saturn sounds pretty rad. Yeah. The cool thing about it is that uh, with 10 years, we could potentially, like, rendezvous with it. We could send something out to it and say, hey, this is something. It's not very often we get to, like, put robot hands on something from the Oort cloud. Yeah. You know, so something from outside of the sun's major sphere of influence i mean i guess it's still influence because it's going around it but you know it, it lives out in the the spooky zone yeah i keep wanting to to hear you say orc turd when when you say, say the, orc the cloud, cloud? yeah <laughs> oh, if only we could have gotten nine one six orc cloud <laughs> um well i'm i'm not sure how to link this up because as i was looking at my notes here i've got a lot of movie stuff like holy shit well, that's good, because I have no movie stuff. All right. Almost all my stuff is video game stuff, because it's all E3 shit. Do you want to just do a video game segment? Yeah, and then do a movie segment. Movie segment. For what you got? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay. Video games. I didn't, I didn't watch any of E3. Really? Didn't watch any of it? Nope. So uh, I, I take that to mean that uh, you're not enthused by E3 much anymore, huh? <laughs> no which in the, in the past few years it has become less and less relevant because uh you know it's the age of the internet anyone can announce their own big fucking thing or have their own like internet convention at very low cost anytime they want and yeah. they do well and that was the big difference at least on the surface from from e3 and something like san diego comic-con like comic-con can exist without being the place where where the big news is dropped Yes. Yeah, like there, there is a culture there, but E3 was, you know, it wasn't vendors. Like it was, it was a come look at this for the first time show. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was a, originally, it was like a trade and networking show yeah, yeah. for the video game industry and the public wasn't even welcome. The only time I ever went to E3 was back when a, the public wasn't welcome. It was a big mess of shit show then. Like there was just, it was just excess and lots of, you know, they, they gave you lots of swag and had pretty women dressed up as video game characters all over the place can't have that anymore nope no pretty women allowed and then last year it didn't even happen and so this year they went all online with it like everything was digital and uh i think it might have helped make it slightly more relevant yeah for a couple reasons Uh, i mean sony didn't show up because they're going to do their own event oh they dc'd it yeah so sony's not even it didn't even have a presentation so really, it was just the other two, Nintendo and Microsoft, that were there, and then all but some indie stuff as yeah. well. 
I thought the digital thing was pretty cool because everyone could see everything at any time. You know, it wasn't exclusive. You didn't have to wait for news to come out and have it filtered through other people. And one of the cool things that they did this year that I didn't actually do anything with it because I I didn't have time. But a lot of the game developers there had uh, demos that you could play that they would stream to your computer. So like, you oh, know, shit. like you'd go yeah, on the game, that makes sense. You'd go on the floor and you'd play a demo and stuff. Well, they, they were doing that where it's just like, Hey, you know, and some of them like closed it down and only showed journalists and others were open to anybody, you know, Hey, come, it's going to be available up until this date and play the first level of the game. And, uh, and it was just, anybody could do it. You didn't have to make your way to LA. You didn't have to fucking make a fake badge and, and sneak in through the gate. You didn't have to do any of that bullshit. Or walk around downtown if you got caught trying to get in. <laughs> Pretty sure we told this story yeah, during the video game did. episode. But uh, so so I, I think it's cool. I, I'm, I'm hoping that they're that they capitalize on that and they don't go back to a big stupid show in a convention center uh, that I'm not going to go to. Yeah. Because this was cooler. But I guess news out of there, uh, some of the stuff that I saw that I think that I got excited for, there was a bunch of stuff where, you know, they just show like cinematics and say, this thing's coming, or, uh, you know, announce a thing that they already announced years before, and it's not super exciting. <laughs> but one thing I didn't see coming at all, I don't know if they'd announced it at all, I think the thing I'm most excited about is for the Switch, is uh, Metroid Dread. Oh, it's shit. new side-scrolling, 2D-ish Metroid game. Yeah, probably built in 3D, but displayed in, yep. in 2D side-scroller. And it looks fucking wicked awesome it looks like it's solid classic metroid action it's got like a bit of a like a nemesis vibe where there there seems to be some uh like these big creature things like it opened with like a cinematic of like this robot thing and samus is like blasting it it's just like fuck you that doesn't hurt me i'm gonna fuck you up and so i think i think that you spend a good bit of time like running from those things and trying to figure out ways to destroy them and now what do you mean nemesis vibe like uh, like from resident, like resident evil, evil yeah, oh, okay. or something like pops up and it's like oh fuck this thing's gonna kill you and there's nothing you can do about it yeah. so you need to get away that's cool i'm 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 excited about that like i i, I never beat the actual metroid or super metroid side oh, scrollers really? yeah but <laughs> i i the one metroid game i've beaten was a uh, metroid fusion for i believe it was either game boy advance or the ds oh i think it was the ds and uh that, that took off from the um from the metroid prime games you know like the, yeah. they had that that different suit but i loved the shit out of that game i i beat it i played it through which i should do with like super metroid you know, I think I've stated it before. I love me some Metroidvania. Yeah. And uh, usually I'm playing the Vania side of that. So I'm stoked <laughs> that there's some uh, some new Metroid stuff. One of the other ones that I wasn't excited about before I saw the video was Battlefield 2042. It's mm-hmm. the new Battlefield game. It, uh, you know, I'd heard some stuff about it. It's going to be multiplayer only. There's no first player campaign. It's going to oh, be weird. 70 bucks. And so I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I've played a bunch of Battlefields before. Uh but oh shit, the gameplay fucking trailer that they had looks absolutely fucking nuts. It's got 128 concurrent players, like in a match. Mm-hmm. And so it's just fucking chaos. You can fly fucking helicopters and tanks and, you know, all kinds of vehicles. And you got a fucking grappling hook that you can grapple up high and shoot people from midair. And So is that what separates it? Just the fact that there's so many people? Because I was sitting here thinking, I was like... How much more can you do to improve gameplay in a, in a you know battle uh, war game? You know, like in a first person shooter. 
Yeah, they've yeah they they do a lot. Like jetpacks. Okay, that was that was a revelation, you know, uh, several years ago. But there's a fuck ton of first person shooters out there. I'm sure it's going to be full of you know microtransactions and all that other Ugh. bullshit. But it looked fun because it, it looked like just utter chaos. Because I think I think the last one had like 64 players, so 128 is uh, that's a fucking lot. That's a lot of people. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it uh, where where they they included. It was like I saw I saw a reaction to the trailer too. They included like a a trick shot that that's supposed to be like the best trick shot that was ever done. Where like a dude's like flying a jet and he like ejects out of the jet and there's another dude in the air and he like blasts him with a bazooka and then like gets back in the jet. I can't remember the the name of the player, but it but it's called like the you know what X person maneuver or something. You know, like it had a name for it and it yeah. showed like his reaction to seeing the trailer with his uh with his move in there. I thought that was pretty cool. A little nod to the to the fans cuz it definitely wasn't created by them. I mean the shot itself. I've seen the meme of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I saw it just earlier today and I and I was like, "Oh, try to remember." And, yeah, so I don't know. It looks cool. I'll see what it looks like when it comes out. And I guess speaking of grappling hooks, Halo Infinite trailer also has grappling hooks. So uh yeah, grappling hooks are fun. I yeah. That sounds like an awesome idea. And the the multiplayer on it looks like Halo multiplayer, which is fun. Yeah, I don't know if it'll get me to buy the game again, but you're on in the story mode. You're on the you're on a Halo again, which is kind of cool. Okay, oh, it's more Halo. Uh, I've played a bunch of Halo. Yeah, yeah, like Halo. It's hard to get excited about it anymore because if you're not good at Halo, like myself, <laughs> then it's it's all just kind of the same thing. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't get excited about little changes between games because I'm not good enough at the game to really take advantage of all that. It, it's all yeah. just like I'm running around, I'm hoping for a sword or a shotgun and to be able to get close enough to somebody to just happen to kill them. Because if I get in a pistol fight, I'm going to die. Yeah, one of the things in the trailer that it, it, what it looked like, which seemed pretty cool, is like when people die, like their weapons kind of fly up and like there's a, there was a shot of a dude like with the plasma sword. And he gets killed, and it flies up in the air, and someone jumped up and grabbed it out of midair, and and then killed somebody with it. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And like, I think you could pick weapons and shit up with your grappling hook. So, speaking of grappling hooks, any announcement for a new Bionic Commando? Not that I saw. No, I think they're just aping uh, Bionic Commando's style. Yeah. Which you know, who can blame them? Yeah. How about a new Mega Man? Any any new Mega Mans? No new Mega Men that I've seen. Castlevanias. No. Fuck E3. <laughs> uh, the, uh, but Halo will be on Game Pass day one. Actually, I mean, that was like the, ref the, the constant refrain that you heard from the Microsoft show was they'd show you something cool and be like, it's on Game Pass. Why don't you have it? You fucking plebs. All the good stuff's going to be on it. One of the things that is going to be on it is Back for Blood, which is that, uh, <laughs> that love letter to Left for Dead. Though one thing, uh, like I, I looked up this, the details afterwards, and, and I can't remember if I knew this already, but uh, if I did, I blocked it out of my memory. It's not going to have couch co-op. It's online multiplayer only. Ooh, which really, I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, which really sours it for me. Yeah, because I want to play it with you, but I want to play it in the garage with you and Big Steve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just fucking. I mean, that was the one of the best things about Left 4 Dead was was playing in a room with some other people. Yeah. And, you know, not having to have multiple Xboxes or be in different places. And I don't know why they just don't do that anymore. It's bullshit. But uh, otherwise, game looks cool. Yeah. 
That sucks. I can't freak Angelina out. I mean, she wouldn't want to play it anyway. She never wants to play Left 4 Dead. Yeah. But still, it would have been fun to get a glass of wine or two into her and uh, get her to play a scary game. Yeah, a couple other cool ga- games that looked like they were cool and coming to Game Pass was one called Replaced. It had a really cool-looking art style, looked like a uh, side-scrolling action game. The animation and the art style looked fucking rad. Yeah. And uh, the 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 what you saw of the gameplay looked like it would be kind of fun. So uh, I'll keep an eye out for that. But what would you equate that game to when you say side-scrolling action? Is it like like a like a Ninja Gaiden or or yeah, a maybe. flashback or Shadowrun? No, yeah, probably more like a Ninja Gaiden or potentially like a, a, a I don't know how explory it is if it's Metroidvania, but you know, people coming at you from either side and you're shooting them. I showed them like climbing up and doing some stuff. Okay, it, it looked neat. So uh, if they put a grappling hook in there. You got a Bionic Commando. Yeah. And then uh, they announced Starfield is going to be coming to Game Pass. They showed like a cinematic trailer. I think like, whatever. Uh, it's not coming until like late next year. Oh jeez, so, fucking whatever. So stay tuned next E3. But a Bethesda space game, it looks like it's more hard sci-fi than like fantasy sci-fi. Okay. So that that could be cool. But again, short cinematic trailer and a like coming next year. So yeah, whatever. Little little uh, little year ahead teaser. They announced Breath of the Wild two, which I think everyone expected that they're working on it. Yeah. Showed a few things. Eh, looks looks like Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, Zelda heavy heavy breathing. So that's cool. But uh, I don't think it's meant to be out till next year either. And then the final one that I had heard a bit about and uh, wasn't excited about, and then I saw the trailer and uh, I am quite excited about, is uh, Elden Ring. It's a From Software game. It's like it's a, like a you know Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. The guys that did Dark Souls, so it's a, it's a, it's a Souls like. The gameplay looked cool. It had the creepy ass fucking bad guys that you fight like every ass fucking bad guys creepy creepy ass fucking bad guys (laughs) that uh you know miyazaki is known for and then i guess he they they built the world and the lore in conjunction with george rr martin oh okay so that's what he's been up to yeah so that's what he's been doing instead of finishing song of ice and fire and uh it's supposed to come out january of next year and uh it looks fucking cool like it looks like a souls like but maybe a little more rpg heavy and a little more story heavy okay Hopefully they don't need anything else from George R. R. Martin. Otherwise, it might be delayed. That guy <laughs> is not reliable. No, no. All in all, I thought E3 was pretty cool. Uh, PlayStation didn't show up, like I said. But uh, I don't have any current PlayStation consoles, and I have no intention of buying one right now. So yeah. uh, I don't really give a shit what PlayStation's doing, personally. Yeah, PlayStation has two generations of consoles that I have not played on at all. And even with PlayStation 3, like I only got one like a year ago. And I possibly have not played it once. Yeah. So. I've, I've got my PS3. I don't fire it up very often. And, you know, I got the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I prepaid for three years of Game Pass Ultimate. So uh, I'm not going to be buying a PlayStation the next three years. So yeah. What the fuck do I care? A fucking Spider-Man game. Yeah. I would like to play that. Yeah. Well, shit. E3. Um, I guess I'll, I'll take it with some, uh, with some movie news. There's a lot of trailers that uh that came out but let's open it up with uh the suicide squad trailer oh i did see that yeah so you know i've i've i've, I've got faith that this movie was going to be good you know it's james gunn doing an r-rated suicide squad like that's that is a recipe for success it's not going to be a marvel movie that's a good combo yeah 
And this new trailer, I mean, it, it was just as good, as, if not better than the last ones. You know, you got, I guess, more of the same. I mean, well, you, you do get a bit more story with um, Idris Elba's character, which seems suspiciously like Will Smith's Deadshot character in the first one. I think he is Deadshot. He's not. He's Bloodsport. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a dude who's good with guns. Yeah, those guys are very similar. Anyway. Yeah. It's it's kind of silly because originally when he was cast, it was, they were saying he was going to be a dead shot. But I don't know if they just didn't want to close the door on Will Smith in the future. So they just made him blood sport instead, but didn't change his motivations much. Is it in the same universe as Suicide Squad? Like, does it take place like after the events of the first one? I imagine it does because they've got they've got crossover with Captain Boomerang and Harley Quinn and uh, Joel Kinnaman's Rick Flagg. And I think it's the same lady playing uh, playing Amanda Waller. So there, there's yeah, there's think, enough. I believe it is. There's enough crossover to where it would seem weird if it wasn't in the same universe. Hmm. I don't know DC is doesn't seem <laughs> too stringent on what the fuck's going on with continuity in their movies right now. You know, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't so I don't yeah. need it to be a Marvel universe. Fuck it. Does Joker lead into the Batman? I don't fucking care. Yes. Yeah. No. Who cares? It was a good movie. But yeah, that was a fun trailer. You got John Cena talking about starfish being a being a term for butthole. Um, so that was that was fun. You get you actually get some uh, some shots of Starro. A little bit, yeah. I'll leave him like slamming someone into a building. Yeah, and shit. I think it was King Shark. Yeah, yeah. You got. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to. Oh, I can't remember the actor. Fuck, he's he's such a good like character actor. Like like you know a, a younger generation one. But he he played. He was in the Dark Knight as like. You know, the shooter that, that Harvey Dent was like questioning, but he's playing a polka dot man. Oh, yeah. In this yeah. Uh, in this movie. And I think he's he's going to be so fucking funny. In fact, I didn't even mind. Uh, what's his ass? Pete SNL depressed guy with the tattoos that was engaged to Ariana Grande. None of that stuff means anything to me. Oh, shit. He was in King of Staten Island. I don't know who uh, who has ever been engaged to Ariana Grande, and I haven't watched SNL in years. Man, it was it was a it was a big thing. Oh, my goodness. I have to look it up. You're going to say someone's name, who I also... Pete Davidson. About. Yep. Means nothing to me. Yeah. Well, watch an interview <laughs> with he? him. Uh, he, he was on SNL. He's no, wait, not very funny. Who, who is he in the movie? Oh, um, I don't know. Oh, you just know he's in it somewhere? Yeah, he's in the trailer. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell what his character was. There's a bunch of people on there. Like Nathan Fillion's in it, and yeah. I don't know what, who his character is. Um, same thing with um, fucking Michael Rooker. Oh, I didn't even notice him in Yeah, there. he's got like long blonde hair. Oh, yeah. It. That was yeah. Michael Rooker, wasn't it? Yeah. And then someone's voicing the weasel man. I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah, I do not know. But Stallone's King Shark. I don't know. I think that movie's going to be good. I, I like that trailer. I'm really looking forward to that flick. And apparently DC and Warner Brothers likes uh, likes it too because Peacemaker uh, John Cena's character already has an HBO Max spinoff in the works. Oh, really? So he's not dying. It could be a prequel. It could. It could be an alternate universe. Yeah. Who knows? In other, uh, I guess we'll stick with DC news. Uh, there have been first looks from the set of The Flash where we've seen uh, Sasha Kaye as Supergirl. And uh, Michael Keaton in his first shot as Bruce Wayne. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a very quick, like, dirty shot. Like, you only see, like, the bust of Michael Keaton. But he's, he's got a, he's got a hairpiece on that, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all white and frosty. But 
it's so weird how something so simple like that can call back to that Bruce Wayne. Because Michael <laughs> Keaton's been bald on top for so many years that you're just like, oh shit, look, that's Bruce Wayne. That's Bruce Wayne from the Tim Burton movies. Awesome. Um, and he's just, you know, wearing a suit. But reports are that he will put on a bat suit in the movie. Oh, no shit. There are those little tidbits that um, Andy Muschietti, the director, has been dropping on Instagram where it's like symbols for people. Like there was the Supergirl symbol. Yeah. Um, there was the Flash symbol. And then there was a Michael Keaton Batman symbol as well that had some blood spots on it. Um, so, I, I mean... Maybe they're going to kill him off in the Batsuit. Hey, maybe. If they don't put him in the fucking Batsuit, I'm going to riot. Um, but that, the, so the Supergirl is interesting. She's got short, like cropped dark hair. And oh. the, the, the suit is like a, uh, it's like a solid body suit. There was no cape, but, but reportedly there's little like tabs. So they're going to CGI the cape in there. Oh, and, gross. Uh, yeah. Well, th- I mean, that's what they've been doing in these movies. And it's so fucking stupid. Just put a fucking cape on somebody. Yeah. How hard is that? Well, it, it doesn't act the way you want it to act. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. it acts like a real fucking yeah, cape. Exactly. It acts like a cape would. Yeah. If it's not flapping enough, get a stronger fan, dickhead. Because when it's a CGI cape, I can tell and it looks stupid. But yeah, her uh, her symbol is very reminiscent of the Henry Cavill uh, Superman symbol. But... I don't know, like there's speculation whether, you know, she's going to be Superman's daughter or if she is actually going to be the cousin Kara Zor-El because her costume apparently is, uh, is very similar to, uh, Superman's daughter in Injustice. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. yeah, well, we shall see, but I don't know. All, all sorts of people are saying like, oh, is this confirmation that Henry Cavill's still in? It's like, no, not at all, dude. Like there is this, this means nothing to that. She could be co- from a completely different universe. Like, she could be a female version of Kal-El, you know, for all we actually know. Like in, oh, in that yeah, u- it's, yeah, it's a multiverse. It could be any number of fucking things. Yeah, they sent their daughter instead of their son from Krypton. I guess on the, on the subject of Superman, uh, there's apparently a Smallville sequel series uh, possibly in the works. The, the article that I first read made it seem like it was like Warner Brothers is doing a sequel series to Smallville. And... I don't believe that's actually the case. It seems like Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum themselves are trying to develop and pitch. Oh, trying to pitch it? Yeah, an animated series sequel to Smallville. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'll watch it. If it's got, if it's got Superman. At the end of Smallville, did he go to Metropolis? Yeah, I think it was the last season or two he was in Metropolis with Lois Lane but it was it was only the last episode where he finally became Superman, and even then it was a CGI costume. He never even put on a suit. Oh, gross. Yeah, it was really dumb. <laughs> Especially, that was a while ago. I bet the CGI costume was not good. It wasn't good. I went and revisited it uh, probably a year or two ago, and uh, yeah, it was bad. I mean, they were purposely keeping it, like, vague and, like, from far away and shit. Like, you know, there there was no actual, like good shot of him in the suit like in the very end there's a shirt rip but apparently that i don't know i i've heard it was cgi but it was very clearly based on the uh the superman Returns suit like that symbol was under his shirt but i lost interest in smallville like two seasons in and never watched beyond that so yeah i tuned back in for like the last season because they started mixing in uh fucking like justice society and shit like actual superheroes like hawkman was in it Oh, you know, no shit. Yeah, Dr. Fate was in it. So once they started putting those people in, I was like, okay, I, I, can, I can deal with this. And it wasn't like cheap, chintzy versions like their fucking Flash and Cyborg and Aquaman and Green Arrow. Did it have like the old school Green Lantern with the 
Alan Scott didn't show up. Neither did Jay Garrick. Oh, yeah. But but they had like the whole like Justice Society like headquarters with the table, and they had like portraits and shit. Yeah, it it was it was fun. They had Star Girl because Jeff Johns was involved, and he can't stop shoving Star Girl down everybody's fucking throat. (laughs) Like I don't think she will ever be something worth having around. But he just fucking loves that character because God bless him. He, he based that character on his sister who had passed away. So it's, oh, yeah. you know, he created the character and she's, she means a lot to him. So, okay, I get it. But I, I've just, just stop it. Jeff Johns, just stop it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to switch gears to, to horror movie trailers real quick. There was a, there was a trailer for Halloween kills that came out. Cool trailer. Don't fucking watch it. Yeah, that's what you told me, and so I have not watched it, so I have no input on this. Yeah, if you if you care about spoilers, don't watch this movie because you know there there usually isn't a whole lot of plot anyway in uh, horror movies. So what are you going to a Halloween movie for? Murders. Yes, the kills. Gory murders. Yeah, it gives away so many fucking kills. So if this movie comes out and there's just like four hundred and thirty seven kills, then it hasn't spoiled much. But <laughs> we probably saw like a good like twelve or fifteen kills Holy in the trap. I don't know. I might be exaggerating, but I feel like like there was just a shit ton of kills. Or maybe I just watched the trailer and I don't have to bother watching the movie with all the filler between the, <laughs> between the kills. <laughs> yeah, there was a fun little homage to uh, Halloween three in the trailer, but um, and then I just watched the trailer for uh, the new Candyman. I saw a trailer for that like. Over a year ago. Really? And, yeah, because I think it was supposed to release before COVID. Yeah, same with Halloween Kills. Yeah, so I mean, I saw a trailer for it a very long time ago and remember thinking, oh, this looks interesting uh, and thinking it might be good, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the trailer, time. the trailer makes it look very interesting and I'm, I'm interested in seeing it, but again, like this one actually has more plot from what I can tell and I feel like it gave a lot of it away. Like fucking trailers. Stop the, doing that. The first one, the first trailer I saw a long time ago, seemed like, it seemed like it gave a good bit of what the plot was away too. There was like a guy that was like moving back into the neighborhood to try and like make it better or something. And he just doesn't take Candyman seriously and then maybe becomes Candyman or, you know, revives him or something. Is what maybe. It like. like, yeah, that looked like an interesting plot. If you saw the, uh, the trailer I saw... It would be much more clear what is happening with <laughs> that guy. Also, if I saw it within the last like 16 months, it probably would have helped too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, horror movies coming out that look good, but fuck those trailers. I don't know if you saw this. This is probably right after our last uh, our last mini episode because this seems like old news now. But there was a little po- potentially spoilery uh, like Spider-Man like title drop, basically. Like there, it was on a uh, shit. I don't have the, uh, the article linked here. Um, uh, it was like a Venezuela or, or, or Brazil or, you know, somewhere in South America, they released like, like just like a little Spider-Man like title teaser, you know, the, uh, uh, no way home. Yeah. And so like the title comes up and it, and you know, sits there for a second and then it goes like, and does like a little glitch, just like the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like super, super Spider-Verse-y. So a lot of people are speculating that, uh, holy shit, like that's, that's their way of, you know, winking at you a little confirmation that, uh, that this is going to be a live spider verse. I don't know, but which, I mean, the, the, it seems like that was kind of 
the assumption already is, you know, Toby Maguire was getting fitted for a suit and potentially, and there's leaks about him and potentially maybe Andrew Garfield coming back as well. Yeah. Supposedly. Andrew Garfield like made an official statement, a statement, an official statement saying like, they have not called me about this. I am not in this. And I figured I would hear about it by now, which could be bullshit. But the the confirmation that we do have is that Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus is going to be in there and he's confirmed that it is right after Spider-Man 2. And Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to be in there, who's an amazing Spider-Man 2. Hopefully he doesn't look the same as he did, because I did not. A blue face? Yeah, I did not appreciate that version of Electro. Of course, Electro's a tough one, because uh, if you did like a comic book accurate Electro, he's going to look fucking ridiculous. Stupid. Uh, but they could have they could have done better than what they did. Yeah. And comic, then... book, comic book accurate you know, Rhino would have been cool as fuck, though. I don't know why they didn't do that. <laughs> Robo suit Rhino. Woo! Oh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. You sure fucked things up. <laughs> um, and then speaking of Spider-Man, uh, this does not have to do with a movie. Um, but, hey, Ben Riley's coming back. Does that mean anything to you? Nope. Ah, he was the uh, the Scarlet Spider, but also known as, you know, the Spider-Clone from the Clone Saga. In oh, the 90s. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So Ben Riley back then, you know, like like Peter Parker decided to retire and move to like Portland with MJ or something and they were going to have a kid. Um, and then Ben Riley took over as Spider-Man. Um, then they went and, and decided that oh, because it was revealed in the Clone Saga that that Ben Riley had been the real Spider-Man the whole time. And the Peter Parker we'd been following for a couple decades was the clone. Of course. Um, so then they went back on that, of course. And uh, and then Ben Riley supposedly died, came back years later. I don't know, did something else. I, I know th- there was another clone named Kane who also became the Spar- Scarlet Spider for a while. Um, but then last time we saw him was in... Um, clone conspiracy a couple years ago that brought the jackal back and a bunch of spider clones and he was it was not as uh, i mean it was a big mess but it it was it was a good story that was, that was a yeah, fun okay. story um and then he became the scarlet spider again that, that was the last i'd heard of him at least and apparently he is coming back to take over as spider-man and they released an image um from patrick gleason uh with a Newly redesigned Spider-Man suit from him that it is reminiscent of his Spider-Man getup uh, from back in the 90s, but it's uh, a little, little stylized. You know, it, it, I think it looks really good. Um, I wish that drawing made more sense because hey, I should pull it up for you as I speak about it, because this son of a bitch, it's a cool pose that Spider-Man's in, but there's a background on it and he is not a part of the background at all. Like, the perspective is different. Like, they're trying to make it look like he's sticking to the ceiling, but yet, like, he is, like, you know, flat to the viewer, whereas the perspective is going back in space. So it's like... Yeah. And they have that one shadow of his hand, like, touching the ceiling, clearly. But not the other one, and then, like, his body is a ways away from it. Yeah. Like, you can see the shadow of his body, but then his legs have no shadow whatsoever. Yeah. It is maddening. This guy is a professional. <laughs> it, it, this this picture makes me so angry. Like it's a really cool pose. If that background wasn't there, it's it's tits. It's Spider Man. Yeah, it's a good looking Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. That that suit is cool looking. I I really dig it. Yeah, yeah. It's a solid Spider Man suit. So they've got new creative teams taking over, and uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll probably jump on board for a minute. Yeah. So they're not bringing the hoodie back. 
No, no, that that was Scarlet Spider, and I think they ditched that on the last couple iterations. Oh no, they may have had it. I don't know. Um, so I wanted to take a, take a moment to uh, respond to. I, like we are always asking for <laughs> feedback. No, no, no. Take it easy. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to go easy. I've been no. Um, so we we uh, I mean this is just like getting reviews. We got a uh, we got a comment on our podcast from all it's got is a B there. He said. Uh, you guys are great. Oh, sorry. This is about the Disneyland episode. Said, you guys are great, but this episode was lacking a lot. Very centered around you. I think he meant you guys. Like, you know, very, you very, guys. Yeah, very, very centered around us. Uh, don't understand how you didn't find out what an e-ticket ride was. Love the show anyhow. So thank you. I'm, I'm glad you love the show. And uh, despite <laughs> our failings. But um. No, I do appreciate the uh, the feedback because I will be 100% honest in saying that we could have done better with that episode. Yeah, I did not have any time to do any like research and, and it, we both kind of felt that we would do a, a worse job than the thousand other people that had already done that. And uh, you had just gotten back from Disneyland. So fuck. yeah, I was I was still exhausted. And, like I can even hear it in my voice. I'm just like, oh, man, like you should not be recording yourself. But yeah, we did make the decision to make it more about our opinion of everything because otherwise, you know, if we wanted to do it justice, we'd have to do like a five part, you know, thing about everything. And I don't want to. Nope. But I'll admit when I suck, but I went back and listened to that episode and I knew what an e-ticket ride was. So I I will not take shit for that. I didn't, but uh, you told me. I described it accurately. Unless we're using, uh, unless we're looking for you know, examples of what e-ticket rides were back then. But no, I, I double-checked. Don't you worry, B. Um, but thank you very much for the feedback, and I'm glad you love the show, and I'm glad you care enough to actually write us in and let us know when we drop the ball. You know, like, yeah. I, I would love to get a call on uh, 916 Orc Turd and have it be, like, angry and, like, vicious. You say you'd like that. It would get under your skin. Though. Oh, it would. Uh, but but <laughs> I would love to respond to it. <laughs> but uh, recommendations? Yeah. All right. Do you want to take it? I've been talking for a while. Yeah, sure. So um, I got a couple recommendations. Uh, the first one is a podcast called What's Your Spaghetti Policy? Yeah. You've told me about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a fun show. It's uh, Jacob and Alex kind of they, they kind of bullshitting their way through. They kind of bring up various things happening they, they cover you know some geeky stuff but then just other goings on and kind of riff on them and uh they're a couple of funny guys and uh it's definitely worth listening to i think that we may go on their show at some point yeah that's what you're talking about potentially so when i put out the call to the 3d printer he was like hey i'd like a 3d printed version of my logo and i was like all right yeah see what i can do and so um I went through a few iterations and printed them up like a little thing. I'll show you. It's, oh, uh, no shit. It's pretty neat looking. I won't post it. Do you start with like a flat logo and then like raise it up and then... Yeah, yeah. He sent me their logo. I kind of had to redraw it because it needed to just be in black and white to get it converted to a, like a vector file where uh, then I could go through and put it into Tinkercad and kind of mess with all the stuff on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it came out really good. I'm pretty happy with it. And uh, I'm going to send him those. Uh, it's like their two-year anniversary next month. So I told him, yeah. Have them. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. Cost me like 30 cents in resin to print each one of them. So I was like, whatever. Yeah, and your time's worthless. Yeah, fuck. I got nothing going on. 
Um, and then uh, my second recommendation is something on which you could listen to podcasts. Bone conduction headphones. I got myself a pair and they are fucking amazing. I love them. Is that what you're wearing right now? No, they're like Bluetooth headphones. I wear them for when I'm at work and stuff. They're, you know, like the, the like slip around the back of your head. Okay. They're like regular like headphones, except they don't go in your ears. They sit directly in front of your ears. And so your ears are open and you don't have to worry, worry about like having earbuds in all day. Cause I, I used to have like just a regular set of Bluetooth ones. I'd listen to podcasts all day while I was working. My ears would be like hurting by the end of the day. Yeah. They don't like having shit in them all day. And I uh, don't have that problem with these at all. I could put earplugs in with them while I'm working. If it's loud at work and still keep working, they're like hundred percent waterproof. So you can go like swimming with them. Oh shit. And if you've got them in your ears and you're like eating chips, you don't hear the cronk, 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 you know, <laughs> echoing through your head because your ears aren't plugged. They're open like normal. And they're fucking great. I love them. Did you get sponsored by them? No, I didn't oh, even okay. say who it was. Hey, you did. Oh, no, they're just, it's just the style. Bone, oh, okay. <laughs> they're, they're called bone conduction headphones because they conduct sound through the, oh. the, the bone of your ear, yeah. right in front of your ear instead of the rest of them. Yeah, the ones I got are by like Aftershocks with a Z. Whoa, extreme. But yeah, they're, uh, they're rad. I, I'm gonna have to look into that. I I like them a lot, and they're 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 just super comfortable. And the sound quality is it's good enough for me. I'm not an audiophile. If you were an audiophile, you may find it. Yeah, a, you know, because it's not. You, you know, can't get the same fidelity fidelity out of it. It's pretty impressive what it does. Like when you put earplugs in, it's a lot bassier. Without earplugs in, it's a little tinny. But whatever. Yeah, just put half an earplug in I've to got get like the right balance. Saws and air compressors and shit going off around me at work. I'm not that worried about you know, high fidelity audio. Yeah. I just want to be able to understand what people are saying or listen to some music in the background. And it's cool because you can turn it down low enough when you got nothing in your ears. If someone talks to you, you can hear them just fine. You don't even have to like move them out of your ear or pause the music. Or nothing. Yeah. It's fucking rad. Yeah. You should show me those. I'm I interested. Will. Um, well, I've just got one recommendation and it's once again for a, uh, for a YouTube, uh, channel or no, not a channel, but a thing that I discovered on YouTube that you can also go find on YouTube. Is it naked yoga or naked news? No. Because those are things. <laughs> no, this is um, it, along the lines of, uh, you know, we've sung the praises of the mini bosses and uh, the Advantage mm -hmm. uh, video game cover bands. This is called, uh, this one's called Bit Brigade. That's a good name. Yeah, I had never heard of them before. Um, so they're a four-piece band that do a phenomenal job covering video game music. I don't even know if they're still around because like you can find like albums that they did on YouTube music, but I think the most recent one was like 2016 or something, but there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, uh, from live shows. And what they do at live shows is they have a guy come out and play the video game on, on a uh, awesome. giant screen behind them and they play along with the game. So I watched like an almost hour long one on Mega Man two. And they play all, they do the intro, they do the, uh, the boss select. Oh, holy shit. Really? So like they play like the actual, like, so they played Mega Man music for an hour. Yes. And oh, wow. eventually they, they stopped doing the, uh, the stage select music. Like that was their little break where they drink some water, but then they jump back in for the da 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 so they'll like, they'll be watching like the screen as they're, as the dude's playing the video game, he's really good at it. So, so it doesn't fuck them up. Uh, and then like, as soon as they get to the boss room, they'll just like let it ring out and then immediately kick into the boss music. Like it, it, it was, 
amazing and they've got a lot of fucking cool shit and uh what what what, is it like standard uh you know contemporary rock and roll instruments yeah two guitars a bass and a drums and their drummer is fucking great he is so fucking good nice and yeah i I think that makes the difference because i know i've bitched in the past about advantage in mini bosses especially that like the drum the drums that they put to the music don't really work like like a lot of times well because with a lot of the nes music there's not a great drum beat to speak of like there's yeah, some it's probably you know, just a snare for the most yeah, part Yeah, there's some a little bit of rhythm here and there but you you, you definitely got to kind of fill in with your imagination when you're doing that yeah and and this guy in bit brigade just does a really good job of coming up with beats that complement the uh the composition really well i went back and watched a uh i think it was a mini bosses video from when they were playing like an outdoor fair or something and I was like, man, like it's like a night and day difference. Like I, oh, I feel really? kind of bad for yeah, like Bit Brigade, because I like the mini bosses. Like it's fun to listen to, dude. The but, skill these guys have on their guitars, like like especially with Mega Man, when there's constantly like harmonizing yeah. riffs and like little like yeah, Mega sort Man's of stuff. not slow music. Yeah, and and they do such an amazing job with it. So Bit Brigade, go watch that, listen to it, do that. I will. All right. Well, thank you, folks. Uh, We'll see you next week where we are going to talk about The Tick. Yeah. Spoon. Yeah. Um, So uh, go read your comic books. Go watch the old cartoon series, the old live action series, the new live action series. And, um, you know, chime in. Let us know uh, what you love, what you hate, what your favorite, least favorite. If you're totally indifferent to The Tick. Yeah, if you've never seen anything by The Tick. Go do it. Watch the cartoon. I think that's my favorite. But um, I don't know. Go play with the action figures. But if you want to let us know how we did today or any other episode, uh, hit us up at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com or you can find us on the social medias, Facebook, Geeksploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geeksplore Pod, or you can call us. Again, that number is 916-ORC-TURD, O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Yeah, and if you uh, enjoy our blatherings, uh, yeah, go give us a re- review on uh, Podchaser, maybe Apple Podcasts. I mean, I think Spotify does them. I don't ever look at them because I don't know how to check that. But, uh, you know, we'd appreciate a review there anyway. We got swag up at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com and Space Oddities, still available on Comixology and Drive Through Comics. Or email us and we'll get you a physical copy. And uh, our theme song is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Bye. Later.